If you're new here, welcome, welcome. If not, welcome back to another episode and thank you so, so much for the support. Um, I want to preface this by saying that this episode is a playback from when the podcast was previously known as Wife Mom Hustle. If you do not know the story behind as to why the name was changed to Legacy Builder, please go back and take a, a listen to the episode one. So now that we've got that out of the way, I would like for you to enjoy this podcast and please don't forget to subscribe and to listen to The Legacy Builder wherever you like to stream your podcasts and also check out our website at www.legacy.co. That is Legacy, L-E-G-A-S-H-E.co, C-O. Enjoy. Welcome to Legacy Builder, the podcast where millennial moms and women like you come to learn how to monetize your gifts and create generational wealth. I'm your host, Lori Richardson. I'm a serial entrepreneur, a wife, and a mother. So are you ready to make the changes to create the life that you want to live? All right, then let's go. Today, we have a special guest. She is like family because she is my family. She is my sister, my big sister. I want to introduce Coach Natasha. She has been in the sports and fitness space for well over three decades. And as an adolescent, <laughs> she had to think about it. <laughs> and as an adolescent, her talents begin to shine as a runner on her school, high school track team. And throughout high school, college, and beyond, she has won numerous awards and medals for herself and for her teammates. Some awards she received from placing in county, state, AAU nationals, and USATF nationals. After graduating with her master's degree, she began working at one of the most highly sought after sports facilities in Indianapolis, Indiana, where she was able to train some of the world's best athletes in football, basketball, soccer, and swimming, to say the least. After becoming a wife and a mother and the demanding schedule that went along with her job, she decided to return to school to become a nurse. With having a more predictable schedule, she would be able to be there for the dance recitals, Bible studies, and date nights. Unable to give up her love for training and helping people live healthier lifestyles, she continued to personally train clients on a case-by-case basis. However, when word got around and she started getting more referrals, she quickly realized that she needed to build her own brand, and thus Coach Natasha RN was formed. So welcome to the show. Well, thank you, sister. I need to add in there that um, I also wasn't mentioned the divers that I trained, because they would get me if we didn't say anything about that, but USA um, diving as well. So, yes. Yes. So let's get into that. Let's get into that. So Let's kind of go back again and talk a little bit about um, what it is that you do currently um, and a little bit more about your business. And we'll get into, of course, the divers um, shortly. Okay. So what I am currently doing right now is I'm a full-time registered nurse. I work in the operating rooms um, of our pediatric trauma level one hospital here in Indianapolis. And that takes up quite a bit of time. But I also, as you mentioned, um, never really stopped training people. I just switched from that being my full-time gig to my AKA side hustle, which helped with 
getting through nursing school. So I would stay on PRN or as needed with St. Vincent Sports Performance and help fill in with coaching the high school and middle school classes when people needed a break or needed time off. Also, um, still training some people privately as well. Some of that rolled into then, because I was no longer with them full, full time, training some people privately at our residence and then um, also rolling into training um, groups at the different gyms where I myself was a member so I can get free membership. <laughs> so I figured, you know, hey, shame in the game. <laughs> scratch your back, scratch my back. Right, exactly. <laughs> so um, I now currently, currently still in full time at the hospital. I have a few private clients again I train at residence but that's starting as you mentioned to grow with word of mouth so it's a mixture of and I train at a local gym um talk call together we rise um fitness in Indianapolis helping out some friends of mine there from college um mm -hmm. helping out with coaching there so it's a mixture of um kind of starting again branch off on my own and do my own thing at residence I can also train privates cliently at the facility but then I lend my time to to help with the the group fitness classes that we have there on the side so got my hands on a couple different pots yes <laughs> a lot of different pots <laughs> so when taking your experience from working at um, St. Vincent's when did you how are you able to of course take that and then continue on to where you are now Sure. And I actually got my start start at um, a facility downtown in Indianapolis called NIFS, or National Institute of Fitness and Sports. That was my very first job out of school. Um, worked there for a little bit and then left and then returned back to Ball State to train full-time, full-time. I, I was a grad assistant there while I was still running track, um, but I was in the weight room there, so worked with uh, intercollegiate athletes. So they asked me to come back as a full-time assistant. I was there for a little while. In the meantime, I was still training myself post-collegiately with the team down here in Indianapolis um, called the Indiana Invaders. And so some of that, you know, I still had the, obviously the love for track and wanted to go as far as I could with that. So I remained with that team while I was coaching in Muncie. And that got to be a little dicey because obviously I had to do a lot of the training on my own. I had access to the track still and the facilities and everything, but you know, the level of intensity that, you know, you can, you can get it by yourself, but it's a little um, easier if you have other people and teammates to train with you, especially those who have trained intercollegiately as well. Mm -hmm. So what happened is I put a, a year in working there in the weight room mm -hmm. um, with the collegiate athletes there and my track coach, knew of Ralph Reeve, who at the time was the head of St. Vincent Sports Performance. So he gets me on the phone. He's like, hey, we got an opportunity down here. You can coach here in Indianapolis. You'll be closer to us. Um, you'll be able to make, you know, practices and things. So what do you say? And I was like, sure, let's do that. <laughs> so headed back down to Indianapolis, and, and that's where I got my start at um, St. Vincent Sports Performance. Mm -hmm. So St. So until then I had basically been working with a smaller population. When I was with NIFS, that job was approximately, I believe about 10 months long or so. Mm -hmm. And the main population there that I work with were some people who kind of, you know, business um, people who worked out here on the side, worked out there. 
So I went from that population to working with completely, you know, division one athletes of multiple sports. When I got back to St. Vincent sports performance, then it was the blend of both worlds. Mm -hmm. So we got the, you know, collegiate athletes. We got, we had professional athletes, obviously with uh, the different national governing bodies, again, trained the USA diving team, um, some USA track and field athletes, NFL athletes. Um, I mean, you name it, pretty much Indianapolis, you know, un unbeknownst, Indianapolis is a hub of a lot of major sports. Mm -hmm. And so we had drivers, professional drivers, um, even female professional football players. I mean, the whole gamut. Um, and so it was, I was able to blend, you know, professional athletes along, again, what we call the weekend warriors, because mm -hmm. we are a medical facility as well. Um, a lot of times people will come in with, um, say an injury, they'd see our, our physicians and then all being under one roof, we had, um, uh, physicians, um, who specialize in, in sports medicine. We had, um, sports psychologists, sports dietitians, uh, physical therapists through St. Vincent and athletic trainers along with strength coaches. So you see everyone from the age of, gosh, 70s plus. I, I trained a um, high jump. Oh, one of the coolest athletes I had was a high jumper who um, competed on the USA track and field masters level. And he had, his, the cool story about him was his roommate in college was Fowlsbury. Have you ever heard of the Fowlsbury flop technique for the, um, the, um, the high jump? that was his roommate okay. <laughs> who, developed, who developed that technique. So, wow. you know, we had everyone from the age of like 70 plus all the way to, you know, seven-year-olds, eight-year-olds, middle school age, um, middle school age kids who, mm -hmm. you know, played different sports or just their parents wanted them to stay in shape and the same for high school age kids. Mm -hmm. And again, your weekend warriors and then people who may been a referral from our docs who just, Hey, I injured my shoulder. I'm going to have to have surgery they get out of surgery and like okay Natasha what can you do to get them back in shape but just kind of avoid you know this arm or work around mm -hmm. and so it was a wonderful beautiful collaboration of the physicians the athletic trainers the um, physical therapists and the strength coaches just collaborating on one client essentially it was a one-stop shop for anybody mm -hmm. and blending the disciplines to make a beautiful product for this person to you know come in injured and then you know a few weeks months however long it took later they're coming out way better than when they did when they first walked in through the door. Mm -hmm. So that was a awesome experience. I learned so much again from just the blending of the disciplines and the minds. We were almost a family. It was, you know, the doctors got along with everyone, you know, the, the physical therapists got along with the athletic trainers. Everyone got along and everyone blended their disciplines to produce a wonderful product. So it was a great place to be a part of for nearly 20 years. Wow. So. Now, so what was your part in, in all of that? What did you yeah. do specifically? So my role as the strength coach was basically, you know, I guess the bread and butter of the job was to run um, pretty much year-round training um, opportunities for kids. We would do the middle school. We would have a middle school speed and agility class, last 60 minutes. Mm -hmm. middle school strength class where kids again can just kind of focus on learning you know the basics the ground basics of strength like we're not going to throw barbells and heavy things on them but they're going to learn how to you know properly squat from the time that we're babies we generally have great motion great movement great flexibility somewhere mm -hmm. in that middle school age range 
uh, we start losing the flexibility, we start squatting wrong. Uh So our role was to just get the kids to learn how to properly do that, how to properly do a push up without sagging their back, getting Mm -hmm. their core engaged. Um, So you teach them, you instruct them, and then you just work them out. (laughs) And then they go home to their, their moms and their dads tired. So we did that at the middle school level, at the high school level year round. So we had, you know, plenty of packed classes where kids were getting that in. And then, uh, as I mentioned, in addition to that too, then um, we would play a role in prescribing, writing, assessing um, our, my divers, for example. Um, So they're part of their year long training um, team, so to speak. So they would utilize our physicians for any injuries that they have. And then they, physicians would then push them to our physical therapists and our athletic trainers for treatment. And then for their strength and conditioning program, mm-hmm. then they will come to us. And so as a coach with a um, degree a master's degree in biomechanics, I can look at specifically when I, when it comes to making a custom program, you know, how are these kids hurting themselves? You know, they're launching themselves from a tower that's, you know, 30 <laughs> over 30 feet above the ground. Right arms completely extended and horizontally abducted overhead and then landing and hitting the water. So of course, if you're not lying completely up with ears and shoulders, you're going to pull a ligament in your shoulder. So with that information, it's like, how can we train them as a, you know, body, a mus- musculoskeletal wholly, you know, with pushes and pulls and um, push pull and leg exercises. But in, also we need specifics to that sport. We need to strengthen their shoulder capsule. So just getting into different, um, or devising different exercises where, you know, a typical person may go in and start doing lat pulls or something like that. A diver can do that as well. But then we also would make um, a scenario where, you know, maybe we add, I don't know, stability ball to it or make it sing, you know, one arm, we come across and then we, you know, pull with the, with a cord or band or play with a, a pulley system, you know, just develop it to where it's very specific to what they're doing. So a lot of times we go over to the training center, watch their practices, come back and then you're like, okay, let me develop something that's very specific to you. They're doing this a thousand times and coming up in this type of motion. Now I need to create something where we're working the um, underused muscles so that they don't fatigue. And then you have to look at, again, flexibility and um, strength and just all, all of those components. And if I ever run into any issues, again, I have, you know, the physicians right there. I had the athletic trainers or the PTs right there to mm-hmm. ask for specific things or, Hey, what do you think about this? Or what do you think about that? And then we would just collaborate and again, come out with a wonderful package for their training and for their performance. Wow. That's a lot. It's a, a, as an adult and you know, you're, you go to your doctor and they're like, Oh, you just need to lose some weight. Oh, you just need to lose weight you don't really think about all the mechanics that go behind um, doing special and specific workout routines that are specific to your body and specific to your makeup to help you lose that weight. You're just like, oh, let me just jump in this class right here, this Zoom class over here, or let me just jump into this, you know, hit training right here that's at the gym. You don't think about every single little thing. And as we get older and things start falling apart, <laughs> then you're like, you know what? I should have really like paid attention to this back then so that way I'm not in the position that I am in now. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's a whole science behind it. I mean, just knowing how, you know, muscles work, that's part of it. And then knowing, you know, the appropriate amounts and volume that go into a workout and then knowing the physiology of the type of exercises that you're doing, mm-hmm. you know, bodybuilding is a different physiology or uses, you know, different amounts of, um, say ATP and, um, you know, down to the molecular level of the cells, then, 
training someone for explosiveness mm -hmm. than training someone for endurance. So you have to understand the, you know, the physiological side of things. You have to understand the mechanical, the mechanics of things. You have to understand volume. And then you have to understand how to periodize or place all of the training principles in a pattern which is not going to um, produce overtraining, mm -hmm. which is going to allow that person to peak at a certain time, say, especially if they're an athlete and they need to, um, you know, be ready for a big event at a certain time of year. So then you have to know when to back, back your um, training off and when to have them at the right amount of peak performance for power versus peak performance for endurance and all that kind of, so there's a lot that goes into, in a, to making a program and, you know, that's a little scientific and just throw stuff up on the board and say, have fun. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you have all the planning and then you have the implementation of everything too as well. So it can be a little time consuming, but it's fun. So. Nice. Nice. So going back to, um, some of the highs that you had while at the facility, talk about some of the things like some of your achievements. And of course you mentioned your divers, um, and some of the things that you got to do with your divers and some of the places that you got to go while being there also. Yeah. Gosh. Um, yeah, we were very, very, very fortunate to have the opportunities that we had. Um, I've spent a few sessions down at our, um, at Lucas Oil Stadium, um, helping out with some of the combine uh, activities because we would every year, you know, Indianapolis typically is the host for the NFL combine. So mm -hmm. we got a, a lot of players and we set up a whole combine um, training package and program at our facility. So it was pretty cool to, like I said, just be a part of the piece of the multifactorial puzzle that it takes to take a collegiate athlete from their, you know, senior dietitian, they need to gain weight, you know, they would gain it the appropriate way with her, they need to lose weight, trim up a little bit, they would, you know, get that appropriate eating with her, uh, we house the kids over in the facility so they can just have access to two-a-day trainings with us, mm -hmm. um, again, they would see the, our athletic trainers and our sports um, medicine physicians for any injuries that they may have sustained during the season while they were preparing to try to you know, be at their best and their peak for the NFL combine. And so again, you know, my role in that was just assisting with, you know, just different exercises or different things, different perspectives. Um, you know, we had our two main head coaches for that, but again, we pull from each other all the time. Mm -hmm. um, you know, what do you think about this exercise or adding that exercise? Um, and then just helping to run the tests and um, assess and watch the vertical jumps and things like that. That was pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. And then with, uh, again, the USA diving team, myself and, um, another coach, Stephanie Young, the two of us tag team together because we had older divers and then we also had the babies. And so, you know, she would take one group, I'd take the other, but then again, we would collaborate on a lot of things. So we, as I mentioned, we got to spend a lot of time at the local training facility. We were also very privileged to get flown out to Colorado um, to the uh, USOC uh, facility out there. So that was um, an amazing experience uh, just to go, I've never been in Colorado before that, that time. And so just to be at the, the national level, see the kids train, uh, be a part of that, help out and assist with that. That was pretty awesome. But I'd say all the culmination or bucket list item, uh, that was definitely met for me was in 2016. Mm -hmm. At that point, I, um, had already finished nursing school and was mm -hmm. still PRM with uh, our crew, but you know, they notified me, they said, Hey, we're, we're taking a group of, um, of trainers down to, to Brazil to help run, um, 
the Procter and Gamble Athlete Recovery Center. And we're taking, normally the trainers got to go all the cool places <laughs> and fly all over the place. So we were just used to that. But when they say, hey, we're opening up the door for strength coaches, you want to go? I'm like, me, 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 me. <laughs> right. All it's been said, yes. Right. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, what? Yes. So uh, that was amazing opportunity where St. Vincent, um, along with some of our sponsors, were able to fly us all down for free, mm-hmm. um, put us up in a hotel where the athletes parents actually were staying as a Procter and Gamble hotel full mm-hmm. setup there. We had our meals covered and basically just run a recovery center. So I got to put normal tech boots on people, show people how to use a foam roller. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw, we saw quite a few of the, and we had tickets actually to go to some of the competitions. Yeah. So we got to see some of the, we saw men's gymnastics. I did get to see a round of, of the diving competition. So, um, Mm-hmm. One of my divers I got to see um, from the stands and cheer her on. And, um, yeah, it, w- it was just, I mean, there's no way that it could have ever happened if I just wasn't blessed to be in that situation working with these awesome people. And, yeah. in all honesty, it wasn't, you know, terribly strenuous work. Like I said, I was showing people how to just foam roll and stretch mm-hmm. and Normatec boots and, um, you know, show them to the athletic trainers and on breaks, go out to the beach and just hang out. And it was just, yeah, it was awesome. Didn't one of your um, divers, you don't have to mention any names, but didn't one of your divers actually get a medal? Yeah. So the, there, so I was fortunate enough to be part of their, their training team Mm -hmm. um, for two Olympics that we first got them. It was uh, 2012, right after 2012. And so I didn't probably say, some other names. So, um, Thomas Fincham, <laughs> Mary Beth Dunahay. Um, and then with the, um, the Brazil Rio Olympics, we had Jessica Parados, um, um, was our female and then, um, Steele Johnson. And of course, David Bodaya, mm-hmm. who a lot of people probably recognize. Um, but, um, yeah, of, of the, the entire crew, we have a lot of, of up-and-comers that are just amazing um so quite a few to mention but um but yeah it was just a privilege to just be around these kids and essentially watch them grow up from you know the four years of being involved in their in their training process Mm -hmm. you know still had a pretty (laughs) extensive height jump from the time I had him he was like maybe here to like now I'm looking up to him like oh hey buddy oh wow So, (laughs) so yeah that was an amazing experience that's pretty cool that's awesome. So, of course, you know, we talked about how you move forward from um, being a part of that team and solely focus more on, you know, family and um, your nursing. So what made you to what made you decide to continue to take on clients even after you had already had so much on your plate with the career switch and everything? Yes. Yeah, I, I honestly I felt the reason for, I believe, the, the career change that I had was a personal reason. It was looking at the industry, and <clears throat> there are a lot of women who are trainers mm-hmm. and are coaches in the industry. And I see myself more as a strength coach than I do just a trainer only. And just, and I see that because of the, um, where I got my start from, I got my start in intercollegiate athletics mm-hmm. along with other strength coaches. And, you know, my, when I first got in the industry, it was, you know, I'm going to be a collegiate strength and conditioning coach, D1 level. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and only train athletes, da 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 da. And once I had my um, experience with St. Vincent and it opened up to just more and beyond than just the athletic population, mm-hmm. um, you get the same amount of satisfaction, I believe, from helping a diver with a span of four years make it to a gold medalist mm-hmm. as I get from, you know, say 70 year old. Um, Betty Sue, who just basically, you know, kind of fell, hurt her hip. And mm-hmm. now I'm walking her hand in hand through that transition from where she can't walk without a walker to now she's able to get up the stairs mm-hmm. and just have her activities of daily living. Mm-hmm. So to me, I find satisfaction in helping people from the, what we consider the little things that we take from granted. Some mm-hmm. people, those are big things, mm-hmm. all the way to the major national, international accomplishments. And um, so that broadened horizon for me is, is there's a level of just self, um, I don't say self-accomplishment, but you just feel so good about being a part of that. Absolutely. You just feel yeah. so good about being a part of that. And that, you know, be, deciding to become a nurse was, you know, Hey, looking around and saying, all right, there's a lot of women in this industry, but there's after a certain amount of, after, I would say after a certain age, mm. you start seeing the fall off. And that mm-hmm. comes with, again, being a mom, being, right. um, you know, I, I can't be gone all day for 5 a.m. boot camps and then training, you know, all, you know, and be gone all day long to training people at night uh-huh. um, when I have kids. And, <laughs> and to be honest, the retirement age nowadays is probably for my generation, maybe into the 70s. So I'm like, I also don't see very many gray hair, silver hair <laughs> as well. So I was like, I might need a backup plan. So what else can I do where I can still help people um, and make a difference in people's lives, um, but be able to do it into my older age? And so I was like, well, let's do this nursing thing. And I went to it with the mindset of, I want to do it, but I want to come back to and or blend both disciplines like I see at St. Vincent Sports Performance. Um, Again, we had a lot of athletic trainers who were also, you know, got their certifications in coaching. Mm -hmm. So they fulfilled the role of both and vice versa. We had, you know, some coaches who maybe decided to go into and get, you know, certifications in massage therapy or, um, you know, just expanding out their roles. And I just saw so much benefit from the client from that. Then I was like, okay, I can definitely do something else, but still find a way to blend those things and, and to give it back, give it back to my, my patient and my client population to benefit them. So, um, the plan was originally to go back to St. Vincent with that. And that didn't necessarily pan out, but um, it's something that um, I'm still working on now. And I've actually added on to with becoming a health coach. So in addition to nursing and the strength and conditioning piece, I've um, come alongside with a, a company that's a healthy lifestyle company that uh, same, co- same concept has blended a physician of a physician is the front runner behind this whole thing. But we've combined the physician, we've combined the um, nutritionists and dietitians and uh, a medical board that has basically packaged together a program of um, not only just healthy eating, we have healthy eating products and foods and things like that, but mm-hmm. um, our physician has wrote the book on, hey, let's look at your sleep, let's look at your um, stress habits, let's look at your, um, your act- level of activity and combine all that into a wonderful health coaching program and has extended mm-hmm. the offering for people to coach to not just you know the strength coach slash you know nurse um, there, it does welcome in a lot of um, nurses and things like that but p- 
people who actually do the program themselves and have become clients themselves have the opportunity to help coach others as well because really it's just it's a motivational um, type of setup where everything has been done by the medical profession and then basically you just help lead and guide people through it so that is another egg that is in my basket and I feel like that ties in the two areas of nursing and um, of the physical training component right. of what I do. So. Right. Awesome. Awesome. So um, typically what does, um, I guess you say like a, a day or a week look for you um, as being a, a business owner and, <laughs> and, <laughs> and a wife and a mother and a full-time nurse. So how do you juggle all of this? Like how, do, how does that work? Yeah, we want to know. She's looking at my facial expressions right now. Like, you see all these words? No. Um, really, what it takes, it takes a lot of A, prayer. <laughs> it takes a lot of, of coordination. And um, one thing that I have learned to do as I've um, dived into this, and one of the things that, one of the quotes that I've heard, in, in um, actually a quote from one of the, um, top leaders in the health coaching business that I mean, she's a nurse practitioner and has twins mm-hmm. is just quote, just do it messy. Just jump in, mm-hmm. dive in, and then start, you know, as you're giving to people, you'll start to see the things that you need to line up here. Maybe mm-hmm. you did something wrong here and just adjust it. Mm-hmm. If you don't do it that way, you'll never get started. You'll always have um, analysis paralysis. Yeah. So to speak. Yep. And so I just decided, Hey, I'm just going to jump in. I'm going to add this next thing to my plate and just mm-hmm. go in for it. Yeah. So, um, there, what you were already <laughs> doing, but you just kind of tied it all together and branded yourself. Yep. Adding more things in. Exactly. <laughs> and I decided with, along with you and some of our other friends that we had this 40 by 40 list, <laughs> things that we wanted mm-hmm. to have accomplished by the time, you know, I hit 40 here in a couple months, um, is to brand myself and yeah, to, to go out on my own. I've always been under, um, I've always been an employee of someone else. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, Hey, I have these gifts that God has given me to offer. And why not learn how to do it on my own? And so um, basically I dived in. I said, all right, I'm going to still, I'm going to continue to train people. I'm going to add in the health coaching and I'm just going to sort this all. And I'm going to keep, you know, my full-time status because I need my benefits. Right. <laughs> <at> the hospital. <laughs> so what I've come to learn is I've come to learn how to set up a website with some of your help mm-hmm. using your business principles, <laughs> how to set up an LLC from your business principles. So y'all hit her up, hit Lori up. She knows all these things. Cause I'm a coach, you know, right? Like I, my lane is coaching and nursing. I don't understand necessarily all that it takes, you know, accounting mm-hmm. and marketing and, you know, mm-hmm. setting up an LLC, having a PO box, all those things. So I learned a lot of that from you. Um, so part of it is having a good team. Yep. <laughs> having <good resources. laughs> so you've been my resource with that, um, setting up the website and all of that. And then also, um, with the, the marketing and the branding, I've got assistance from my other business coach from my health coaching side of things with how to put yourself out there on Facebook, how to do lives, um, Facebook lives, um, how to market yourself on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, again, you've, I've used him, I've used you for all of that with the marketing side of things. So there's some things I've learned to do well and not do well. Um, I just discussed this with you a couple weeks ago with my first um, scam attempt. Um, <laughs> yeah. great topic. I told you a great topic for a show in the future, but yeah, those yeah, are things definitely. that business owners have to be aware of. And it had to mm-hmm. do with the whole setting up, like, you know, the credit card pay and the swipe and the stripe and all that kind of stuff. I will leave that and park it for you to do on the show later. But, mm-hmm. um, I've learned that I've learned 
how to say no sometimes because I've yeah. overbooked myself or I've overextended myself. Yes. I've learned how to be more organized with my schedule because not only do I have to balance my nursing schedule, my coaching at the gym schedule, my outside, my own private clients schedules, mm -hmm. and then adding on my health client schedules because that takes time too. But I have to not forget, you know, my child, my children have piano lessons. They have, you know, a uh, dance class mm -hmm. here in an hour and <laughs> things like that. So you just, just, you know, you dive in and then you start, you know, you, you learn from the mistakes and you just fix. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. if I think if you, again, and I'm one of those OCD people, cause obviously I'm a, I'm a, I'm an OR nurse. So I'm OCD, <laughs> OCD right. principles. but you know, you have to give yourself grace and you have to understand if you don't, if you find nitpick every single thing you'll never start right and then somebody's missing out on what you could give them so you have to kind of have that mindset that man I, what i have is a gift from you know god has given me this gift and i need to share it and so just go for it just do it like have mm -hmm. have somewhat of a foundation of a plan right yes <laughs> but then just dive in just dive right. in and go and then use your resources um that you have to just help you out not everyone's meant to be the master of all things so right. you outsource and you resource the other things and then that way you can focus on what you do best mm -hmm. so. yeah i think those that's a couple of points that, um to to go back and touch on what you talked about in all of that is one like you said having resources so not being so understanding and having a mindset that you don't have to be superwoman knowing that okay if i'm weak in this area let me find someone else who is strong so then that can help me and strengthen me so that i can continue on with my business and get my business to the next level so I think mm -hmm. that's really, really important. That's one of the things too that I had to learn when I started my first business is that, you know, I was a stay-at-home mom and the husband was away in, you know, um, cause military. And so I'm like trying to figure out and do everything. I'm managing this whole household. I'm trying to yeah. build this business business from scratch because I know I can do it. But then it was just like a lot of the things that I thought I could do and I'm thinking I could be a master. I, I kind of let that I say not necessarily the overall thing that made my business fail, but a lot of it had to um, correlate with the fact that my business failed because I couldn't do it all and I didn't reach out for help. So right. I think that's one of the key things. And then too, another thing, getting a mentor, like you said, you have a mentor in your health and health coach side that you brought into your business who is there and who knows what to do, you know, when to do, because they've already mastered this so that you're able mm -hmm. to go to them and ask for help, ask for their guidance and, you right. know, be humbled enough to know that, you know, I need to humble myself so that way I can grow. Right. But I think that's, I think that's really awesome that you um, learned that and understood that early on in the business so that mm -hmm. you wouldn't have more grays <laughs> and, right, exactly. and, and that you, you know, that you couldn't, you know, really delve in and do what you do best with your specific gift and be right. able to help the masses with that. Oh yeah. There's so. something to be said about being humble and accepting the fact that you can't do it all. You don't know it all. And those who think they do know it all are probably going to fall flat on their face. Right. And in a, in a sense too, you're kind of preventing someone else with their God given gift to assist you with your, you know, with yours. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I think that's awesome. I think that's awesome. So let's um kind of wrap it up a little bit i know you said that you have some things to <laughs> get to you got stuff to do <laughs> and we are you know of course currently in in covid and quarantine so of course you know the house is a little bit more needs a little bit more love than what it normally does <laughs> right. I was say, for those who don't think that a stay-at-home mom and keeping a house is not a business 
that is a business as well. Being the CEO of your home is very time consuming and it is a business. Like as a nurse, like you have those quote, quote, days off when you're on like say certain schedules like tens or twelves or whatever a day off is not really a day off <laughs> I was gonna say, people have to be fed right you know, pillows have to be washed dishes have to be washed yes so yeah yes and you have to of course deal with clients and your business and put the right. workouts and things like that so exactly understand the struggle and and of course those who usually those who are listening and the the um women that we focus on, of course, with this podcast, this is one of the main reasons why, of course, I bring on women such as yourself. So that way they can relate to, and like you said, um, give themselves grace so that they know that it's okay. You're not alone. You can do this. You have to, like you said, build that foundation and get a schedule, learn when to say no, Right. Don't beat yourself know. up if the dishes are still piled up in the sink and you are just so beat down tired you need to sleep. Go sleep. <laughs> Go sleep. Right. 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 From the health coach, y'all. Y'all heard that. From, right. the, from the health coach. Right. Because if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of, you know, children, husband, clients, mm-hmm. you know, uh, patients, all mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Exactly. Awesome. Awesome. So what, how do you, what do you say to someone who, of course, is, has a lot of hats um, and also running a business, but doesn't know where to start on the health journey, on their health journey with getting, you know, um, more in tune with themselves so that they are able to continue to move forward? On their own personal health journey, you mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, sure, sure. Well, that would be you. Reach out to myself, CoachNatashaRN.com. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. No, um, Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, no, honestly, there, I mean, there are, you know, lots of resources out there. Obviously, anyone can get on Dr. Google and, and pull up, you know, different things. Or YouTube. Lots of suggestions. <laughs> yes. YouTube, YouTubers, um, all that. Well, I would just suggest wherever you're getting your health and nutrition guidance or advice from, is it someone who's certified, at least certified in what they um, are doing in that, in that area? Um, because there, <laughs> there are a lot of people out there who may try to take on that role. Like, for example, I have a master's degree in biomechanics. I have a, a bachelor's in, in um, biology and now a second bachelor's in nursing. I do not have a degree in dietetics. So I know my lane and my lane is I can give advice to an extent, but I wouldn't prescribe anything dietary to someone because I'm not certified in that. I'm not, I didn't go to school for that. It's very close to what I do. Yes. But again, it's not my lane. So, um, you know, I think anyone seeking advice, just make sure that who you're getting it from has some sort of formal education in that specific area mm-hmm. that you're looking to get advice from. That would be, yeah, my thing. So. Awesome. So pretty much start with where you are, but get a professional or medical person to, of course, assist you with the journey because you don't Use want your to resources. Yep. <laughs> Make sure they're appropriate resources. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. So um, what are some of the things that you offer in your business currently? I know, of course, you offer the one-on-ones, um, but with your busy schedule, um, you're kind of leaning more towards group sessions a little bit. Is that, is that correct? 
Sure, sure. So um, as we as we mentioned earlier, as far as me try, like jumping in and then refining later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I um, I initially when I was jumping, in, I kind of felt a little overwhelmed, and I said, okay, I'm just going to only do groups only. But however, um, I've sort of figured out how to manage my time a little bit. Plus, my hospital schedule is changing and adjusting. That is, you know, kind of a it was a set in stone thing, but now there's room and flex to adjust our schedules with the needs of the unit. And so I'm able now to take on a few more, um, private clients. So I'm offering in-person, um, private client training, um, in our facility. I also still continue to help with our group, um, our group classes at our facility. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm able to do both private training just via me for those who are like, I don't want to work with a group necessarily, or even, oh, I'm too afraid to work with a group right now in the season of, you know, where we're at with COVID and mm-hmm. mask wearing and all that jazz. So I'm able to provide one-on-one um, in the facility. And then um, I can, you know, guide people to, hey, if you want to work in a group setting, you can either be, you can, you can set it up together and then be coached by myself, or you can come in and also utilize um, the already established groups at the gym that I'm at. So that's kind of where I'm at right now with just the one-on-one and, um, and offering group as well and, and semi-private. So I have okay. my, um, rates are, are listed on my website right now, but I offer private training. Semi-private was, is just you and a buddy or you and a spouse. We have lots of couples who work out together, which I find to be awesome and amazing. That's a bigger um, trend, but that, of course that's a different topic, but that is a bigger trend that I'm noticing on, absolutely. you know, social media. Absolutely. I mean, there's a, I mean, there's something to be said with community, you know, like one-on-one is, is totally fine. I have my people that are like, I'm just good, just you and me. And then they can do their thing on the side and I provide, um, virtual training as well. So I have one, a couple clients in particular who I train them in person once a week, but then during the week they're on the road, they're traveling with their job. So then I provide their custom training, um, program to them Mm -hmm. for, the hotel that they're staying in. Mm-hmm. So that's another piece of the package that I, I provide too as well. But then again, um, like I mentioned, we have plenty of couples who just, it just, they want to work out together. Mm-hmm. So I offer that. And then um, even to small groups, I have people that I've, uh, I've had um, over, over the years um, being at St. Vincent sports performance and with some of the high school coaches that work directly with me, mm-hmm. they're like, Hey, you know, you're still not with St. B's one in particular. I know you're still not with St. B's, but I want you to coach my kids. So mm-hmm. I offered myself to drive over to their school mm-hmm. um, here locally and, um, and train their kids to get them ready for their session. Um, that also can be set up again, where if they, if they have a group of kids that want to come train at our facility, they can do that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I'm part of the facility, but I'm also a, a private contractor slash business owner. So, you know, if you, um, I've spoken at, uh, you know, churches before, so I can do group talks. I have another one in, in the pipelines that wants me to speak with this group via zoom. So, um, you know, whatever, again, I'm a resource. If people yeah. want to have that face-to-face training, they can use me as a resource. If they want to have the virtual training, they can use me as a resource to put mm-hmm. together a program for them. I also do corporate training as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I also, I put a package together for a group of my own um, coworkers mm-hmm. and we did a, uh, a an, an indoor steer competition. It was my first one actually, Yeah, yeah, I remember. Um, but it was for charity for our hospital. And so a group of people from work were like, Hey, yeah, we want to do this. It was a way to keep us in shape. So I provided the virtual training videos mm-hmm. and the program. Um, all on an accessible website for them. And we did a six-week training program. And then 
did the competition. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I can do corporate fitness training as well. So easily be done virtually or in, or in person. Awesome. That was one of the questions I was going to ask is that what if someone is located in California and they want to mm-hmm. work with you? So you, yeah. you have um, video where you can do Zoom um, or and or virtual. It doesn't have to be Zoom, but virtual trainings. And then you also have um, videos that you can provide after doing an assessment with them. Yeah. So, okay. so I have, uh, I have um, free videos also, too, on YouTube as well. Nice. Um, I, there's a group of girls out in Arizona being health coaching. So that's mm-hmm. the other thing, too, with the health coaching piece that I do as well. You can live anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. And our products can be shipped anywhere in the United States. And also in, I think we're in Singapore now. There were in two international countries as well. Okay. So with that, with that portion of the program, um, the health coaching deal, you get the food provided for you. You get the um, curriculum mm-hmm. uh, that, again, goes over healthy sleeping, healthy stress management, healthy eating, healthy living. Um, so <laughs> the, the door is kind of wide open to all yeah. the services I can provide. But, yeah, with that group in Arizona, I provided them with not only the health coaching, but I'm like, here, here's, we use Marco Polo. Again, technology is awesome. And as it continues to evolve, my history has always been just face-to-face in a brick and mortar, so to speak, training, but I've evolved with this. And that's, again, where you come in and help me <laughs> with learning how to set up Zoom, um, Marco Polo. Yeah. So I provided um, for weeks during quarantine when gym shut down, I provided a, a separate Marco Polo app where the, the girls could and I extended it out to multiple. I said, hey, this is not just for you guys in Arizona, but you know, anyone else, just have them jump in on Marco Polo. But I provided the workout every day and provided um, video demonstrations and all of that. So, you know, it's kind of like the sky's the limit with the, with the services. Awesome. Provide, so. Awesome, awesome. So you have, again, your strength coaching, your um, one-on-one trainings, your virtual trainings, your health beast that goes into it. What is next for Coach Natasha RN brand? What is next for the brand? Are you going to continue in the space where you are? Are you going to add on? What's next? <laughs> I think you're going to add it one more If you can't, see right now, if you're listening to this, she also has apparel. <laughs> then, oh, yes. yes. And that was, that was from another one of our resources. One of our, our good friends is um, she, she knows how to get um, – apparel done and done on nice you know clothing good quality clothing and things like that so she looked that up um <laughs> so that that may very well yeah maybe that can be added on to to the brand but i think right now it's going to be streamlined because there's so many gears and working parts right now i think mm-hmm. the biggest thing is going to be streamlining everything to where it's a nice easy flow and just continue to set up um maybe even with the website just um ways to make it make things more accessible to people mm-hmm. um but um, again, um, it, it's going to be a balance. <laughs> There's going to be a balance of, of how, how many clients I take on. I think with the private, the private clients and the face-to-face clients, I'm going to have to establish a cap because it seriously is growing now. Like word of mouth is starting to spread. But then again, yeah. 24 hours in a day and I have to be a mom. I have to be a nurse. I have to be a wife. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to be a uh, um, church um, uh, kids mm-hmm. room leader on Sundays. <laughs> So it's honestly, I think uh, it's going to be just refining what I have right now for, mm-hmm. for Coach Natasha, refining those those different products of the health coaching, the in-person training, the virtual training, and just making it where it's easily accessible to my clients. And that way, again, everyone's still getting a good, solid product. I think if you start overreaching and 
start stretching out way too much is going to water down the product because mm -hmm. the person delivering the product is tired. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, yep. so you, it'll can tell you, in the, you can tell. High. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. So where can um, the listeners reach you? Where can they get in contact with you if they want to, you know, start their health journey or refine their health journey? Absolutely. I can be found again on my website, www.coachnatashaRN.com. <laughs> also um, on Instagram and I am on Facebook too. So, awesome. And again, and, my YouTube channel. <laughs> oh, and your YouTube channel, which is also Coach Natasha RN. Yes. Awesome. Nice, nice. Well, thank you so much, sister, for joining us. Happy me, little sis. <laughs> and gracing us with your presence on the podcast. And also giving us a lot of motivation. There was motivation in, in what it was that you talked about and how you were able to, of course, not necessarily have it all, but do it, do the best with what you have. Right. So yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. It's a passion. I love what you do. And awesome. I appreciate you for, for blessing us with all of your gifts. And like, I honestly would not have been able to, you already know, I wouldn't be able to set up <laughs> a website. I wouldn't be able to do just all the, the legality stuff that you need to do to even start a business. I'm like, I, Lori, I have nowhere, no idea where to start. So thank <laughs> you for providing those resources because there are a lot of people out there with great ideas. Yeah. It's just, how do I launch that idea? You know? So um, thank you for providing this service and, and again, just blessing us with, with your gifts, your God given talents. Aww, thank you. <laughs> love you, sis. Love you too. <laughs> Before it gets too mushy, we're going to go ahead and end it here. <laughs> Thank you all so much for joining us and stay tuned for the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. Thanks for listening. Until next time.